Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Course in Miracles podcast. In a perfect world, it's April 23rd, and this is lesson 113 for you, and you're doing the best that you possibly can, and that's all that you can do. It's really all you can do in life is the best that you possibly can. So thanks to each and every one of you, again, you are all kicking butt and taking names especially the star pupils who've done a lesson every day or to the best of their ability. Actually, I think I mentioned this last week. I rode, I, last week I rode to this spot in the desert on my one-wheel electric skateboard, and I did my course lesson from on top of this rock. And I did the same thing today on the same trail. I drove an hour and a half to this place called Anza Borrego Canyon in Southern California, kind of in the desert. And I rode my one wheel down this dirt road for about three miles, and I have this spot. I used to take martial arts. I think I did talk about this. I used to take martial arts, and the, the, one of the instructors, he would basically say, you have to have a spot. You need to, to have a spot, and it's your spot. It's nobody else's spot, and it's your spot. You're the only one that knows about it. So I have this spot. It's out in the desert, and it's just beautiful to sit on top of that rock and look out over... It's just, it's so beautiful. Earth is just so big. You know, we're all concerned with overpopulation and environmentalism, as, you know, we certainly should be. And I tell you what, you get in your car, get in your car wherever you are and pick a direction and go three hours in that direction and tell me if you don't stumble upon some, some, uh, some empty space or empty-ish space. You know, if you're in Chicago, get in your car and drive south past Joliet and then tell me what you run into, you know. If you are in New York City, get in your car and drive north for five hours. And tell me what you end up with or where you end up. This friend of mine just posted something. I was talking about perhaps moving from California, and this friend of mine posted that I should go to Vermont because it's empty, and he's got a point. There's something about being in a place that is relatively safe from natural disasters. So who knows? I don't know if I will stay in SoCal forever. I, I, I will tell you this much. SoCal is... I, anyone who knows me knows that I definitely put off a bit of a SoCal vibe much more than a Vermont vibe. But I could do Vermont. I could get in. I could get into whatever's going on over there. And I think they have winter surfing in Vermont. Um, I, think, I think Vermont is near the ocean. I surfed Lake Michigan in the frigid, cold winters for many years. It's a... Talk about an ego-defeating experience. Wow. What a, what a trip. I can't believe I did that. And now I complain when the water gets below like 60. So anyway, enough about me. As I mentioned before, I am, I am pretty self-centered. I'm a relatively uh, Dave-centric person. I'm aware of this. I certainly do. I do believe I have narcissistic tendencies. And I was mentioning this professor that I've been listening to online, Professor Sam Vaknin. On, he's got over a thousand videos. If you just go Professor Sam Vaknin, V A K N I N, on YouTube, and 
he, he basically knows everything and then some, and watching his videos is basically the equivalent of taking a graduate level psych course in a prestigious university. Very literally, you can basically take great, like any college course now on YouTube. You could just audit the course on YouTube. It's, it's really awesome. All the information you could ever want is out there. Most of it. So, uh, again, Thanks for listening. Lesson 113 is just a quick review. So again, we're taking five minutes with each of these lessons. And in an ideal world, you do five minutes in the morning with one of them and five minutes in the evening with another one of them. And then on the hour, you're just reminding yourself for a minute or two about the first lesson. And then the, on the half hour, you're reminding yourself about the, the second lesson. And uh, I had one of those moments today where I really just kind of sunk into it. It was very, very beautiful and very, very powerful. So lesson 113, reviewing lessons 95 and 96. Lesson 95, I am oneself united with my creator. Serenity and perfect peace are mine because I am oneself, completely whole, at one with all creation and and with God. I'm going to read that again. Serenity and perfect peace are mine because I am oneself, completely whole, at one with all creation and with God. That's lesson 95. And then lesson 96, salvation comes from my oneself. From my oneself, whose knowledge still remains within my mind, I see God's perfect plan for my salvation perfectly fulfilled. So on the hour, you're going to say I am oneself, united with my creator. On the half hour... Salvation comes from my one self. Let each one of these lessons sink in for about five minutes, uh, once in the morning, once in the evening. Uh, Hopefully you're doing one right when you wake up and one right before you go to bed. Perhaps review the instructions uh, because this stuff can get very confusing, even for me. Um, Course in Miracles is just... It is, as much as a spiritual pursuit, it is very much an intellectual pursuit. It is challenging. It is very challenging to wrap your, your head around. It's very heady. It's, it's interesting because it requires you to, like, rack your brain in service of ultimately, like, transcending it or moving beyond it. Um, so do your best. Maybe start flipping through the text. The text is in so many ways where it's at. And it says at the beginning of the course that you basically, you need to, what it says at the beginning of the course, the actual course, which is after the text in the blue book, it says a theoretical framework such as the text is, uh, I think, suggested or required before you start in the course. And that it says, as, as such as the text, I believe that's the wording it uses. So you could have a different theoretical foundation, perhaps. For me, the, uh, my work in the 12 Steps was a pretty profound and very powerful theoretical framework that helped me to see my part in any resentments and the destruction that my ego caused, and then it provided a solution for me to return ultimately to God, to return ultimately, ultimately to love by following those steps. I'm much more, I I resonate more now with the atonement principles, so the interlocking chain of forgiveness, and again, and again, when someone irritates you, that is a teacher, should you allow them to be, and, you know, I was in a meeting last night, a recovery gathering last night, and there were these, these two women behind me, and they wouldn't shut up the whole time. It was like, they, they, they wouldn't shut up to such an extent that, like, I started to anticipate 
kind of what they were going to say or the vibrations of what they were going to say. And then they started doing that. It was almost like they had this like this, this ice pick to regions of my brain, this little poker in my brain that would just infuriate me. And it drove me crazy. And I'm just trying to, trying to do lesson 34. I could see peace instead of this. I'm trying to do lesson 46. God is 11, which I forgive you. And it just didn't quite get me there. And then I got out of the meeting and I grabbed two guys from the meeting and chased him down in front of this pizza place and was just like, I just need to bitch. Please just listen to me for one second. And they were like, sure, man. And I was like, these girls need to shut up. And, um, and they were like, cool, man. Anything else you need to say? And I was like, no, thank you. I realized that I can be a whiny little, you know, biatch. And they were like, no worries, dude. So can I, it's all good. And then we ordered pizza and got on with our night. And then those two girls, they literally walked up right behind us at the pizza place. The one was like, they're coming. He's before, just as I was ranting about it, he's like, just so you know, they're coming. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so then we finished it. I finished up the exchange with these two guys, which you could, you know, you could consider that this was a miraculous exchange because it completely freed me of the burden that I had accumulated over the course of sitting in front of these people. And, uh, and then the girls walked up and we were just like, oh, hey, how's it going? And they were like, pretty good. How are you? It was really seamless and beautiful. That is the practical application of The Course in Miracles. Right there, I'm just realizing as I'm telling the story. Thanks again. Talk to you all tomorrow. Love you guys. Be good. Bye-bye. God song. One, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. Vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores, the whores were my friends. The hookers and the junkies and the other deviants. They beat me to submission till I cast aside my demons and that's when it came.
of surrender.